So, I can tell you guys that this episode's gonna be a little bit different, but to be entirely honest with you guys, this podcast is gonna be a little bit different. So, for the most part, for a while, it was like me putting a ton of time and effort into the very structure of it. And so, it's understandable that I'd be putting that much time and effort into it. The format and the structure of your podcast is most definitely important. But at the same time, I was putting so much time into the structure and how it would actually be built that I've been spending as much time into the content. And what I realized was that I wasn't really expressing myself. And, you know, some people can do that with their podcast. They can use that with their content. Some people don't need to. So for me, something that you guys might have recently seen on my on my Instagram story is I shout out a page called Teens Unite on Instagram. And... That's because that's the big project I've been working on. I've hinted at it here and there as time's gone on. Spent a ton of time and effort into that. And so if there's going to be anything that I'm really working on the format of, that I'm, I'm really working on the structure more than expressing myself on, it's going to be that. And therefore, this podcast is going to become more about me expressing myself. Because I want to. <laughs> so, again... I could tell you that this episode is going to be a little bit different, but this podcast is. I'm basically just going to be putting out kind of whatever I feel like, but I want to make sure that there's a certain quality to it. So just understand that I'm not just going to be putting out what I view as garbage. I'm going to view uh, what I'm putting out there is all right. And if it's not, I'm not going to post it. (laughs) I just just want you guys to know that. And I'm like, I'm not too stressed of like, oh my God, is this not good enough? Is that not? I have like six listeners. I'm not... (laughs) I'm not even slightly concerned. And all the people that uh, that listen to my stuff, I, I like have these conversations with them. So it's like, who am I talking to? And who knows? I do this for my own good. But today, it's not like time to talk because I do have a bit more of a purpose with it. I do have a little bit more of an aim to it. But I don't have any script. None of it's written down. This is just kind of stuff that I have floating around in my head that I'm pretty sure I want to talk about. So... That's what I'm going to do. Thank you for listening, and uh, welcome back to Slump. So, for a lot of the focus of this episode, it's kind of going to be on a, a certain, I guess, time of my life. And that time of my life is me going to my middle school and me being on a certain discord server slash online community slash you know stuff like that but this all kind of starts when i get a letter saying i got accepted to this middle school and typically you'd be excited or something like that but i was i was absolutely miserable at this point i have i I really don't know why i can assume it's because there was change and i wasn't somebody that liked change but up until that point i was homeschooled so i I, so in some cases, I did have the chance to talk to people, but up until that point where I realized I needed to talk to people or I was forced to when I went to that middle school, that, that was one of the days I cried. I rarely do cry. That, that was one of those days. And so I remember when I get accepted to it, it's because my older brother went there. So it was a charter school. So they kind of bumped me to the top of the list to get in just because my brother went there. I go there and off the bat, I have no social skills. <laughs> I... I absolutely suck at talking to people. And I mean, can you really blame me? I basically had like no friends 
over the course of my entire life that weren't my siblings up until that point. It's gonna be expected that I just, I just suck at talking. Cause again, who am I practicing? But I go there and I, I, in the first few months, I remember I got called the emotionless white boy. And again, I get it. <laughs> if anybody were to fit the description, it most definitely would have been me. What's crazy is that for people that only know me through the podcast and I'm not actually friends with, they don't know what I look like. And when I went there, everybody thought I was Jewish for a certain amount of time. And then I told them I was half Arab because I am. And so they went from me being Jewish and then a few kids thought I was then Muslim. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> that's, that's not what that means. That's not what that means. In reality, I'm actually Christian. So I, I don't know, man, they were over two on that one. They were over two on that one, but. And around my sixth grade year, because all this stuff happened from sixth grade through eighth grade. And that might seem like a short amount of time for a lot of people. And in the main scheme of things, it really is. But for me, it was very memorable because for the entirety of my childhood, it's just one big blur to me. I'll pick out certain memories from here and from there, right? I might remember something when I'm three, something when I'm seven whatever but there was like there was no real changes to it it was me just living through my life consistently so it never felt like there's much change or really much to remember so all that was a blur but i remember so many things from middle school and up until now so i remember the second i got that letter saying i was going to that middle school i immediately started like not intentionally but i i immediately started to take mental note of things and and the and what was going on around me, and I still remember things of those to this day. So I go into middle school and I, I meet these people around my sixth grade year, and it kind of becomes a group of friends as a result of that. And so that's 100% a great thing because the emotionless white boy found some friends, so it's like <laughs> tight. But something I've realized now is that the issue with that throughout the entirety of middle school I remained to have no social skills whatsoever like I might have developed a tiny amount to get me into being in that group of friends but otherwise dude it was nothing <laughs> and so when I was around that group of people around the same group of people for the entirety of middle school it's good because they accept you as you are but it's bad because they accept you as you are because you're not pushed to change and to grow or anything like that. I stayed just with the same amount of social skills for the goddamn entirety of it. And I could have most definitely used that time period of my life to develop some social skills, but at the end of the day, I didn't. And so looking back and regretting things, it's not really my deal. So I'm not about to do that. There were many, many crazy events and things that I experienced not necessarily that I experienced, but kind of that I saw in middle school because it was a pretty intense school. There was a lot of hostility between students. And I mean, yeah, that's a middle school for you, but I don't know, man, like some of these kids were crazy. I do recall that one time, this there, there were many fights, many, many fights at that middle school. And one of the most entertaining ones was during one of my gym classes. So, there were these two girls fighting, because it was actually rare that two guys would fight. I mean, by comparison, when I, whenever there would be two girls that were fighting, it would just be, it'd be so much more intense for some reason. I don't even understand why. I think that they just really felt like they need to give it their all to prove all the other girls that, 
that their weave is laced stronger than theirs. <laughs> but, yeah. So for them to prove how strong their weave is attached to their head, you know, they'd get into fights with people and try to rip their weave out. But, like, anyways. <laughs> so this one fight in my gym class on that particular day we had something called free gym and that's basically where you can either choose to go to the weight room or you can be in the gym and do literally whatever and they take all the equipment out and apparently these two girls were just very mad at each other over something i i really don't know the backstory behind it all i see is that it felt like something out of a movie just because of how many people were around to see it these two girls start fighting each other. They start throwing hands in the corner of the gym class. It's crazy because everybody immediately stops doing what they were doing. Everybody just drops their basketballs. I swear to God, somebody was dribbling around a soccer ball, but they just immediately stopped the thing, bounced onto the wall. Everybody stopped and just immediately rotated over and started staring at the fight. And I mean, to be honest, from the small glimpses that I caught, it was a pretty entertaining fight to watch because they were really going at it. You know, one of the girls just seemed like they should be winning, but it seemed to be pretty even. So during middle school, they were like, uh, these kids don't need hygiene. So they never let us into the high school locker room. And it wasn't even that there was anybody in the high school locker room at the time, but they just, they just didn't let us in there just to not complicate things. We always thought that those locker rooms were locked. <laughs> and so during this fight, when these two girls are throwing hands at each other, they accidentally knock into the door to the boys' locker room. And surprise, surprise, it just opens up. And everybody was surprised on top of that because nobody had been in there. We're, we're a bunch of, I think this was like seventh grade? We were a bunch of seventh graders at the time. Like we, we had no idea. We had literally no clue what this was going to be like. So these two girls hit into each other and then hit into the locker room, the boys' locker room door, and they're just flopping around in there allegedly. I couldn't see that part. There was too many kids in the way. But I, from what I heard, one of the coaches rushed in there, and they just they stopped them and whatever, and they broke up the fight. But as it turns out, allegedly they found bed bugs <laughs> in the boys' locker room. And so I guess they sent those girls home for like a few weeks. And I don't even think, at least I'm pretty sure. And I don't even think it was totally because of the fight. I think it was just because they thought that they got bed bugs from it. <laughs> I mean, it's not, nothing to be ashamed of if you, if you get bed bugs. But just like seeing that as an immediate result of that, it's just, that's just beautiful. That's honestly incredible. Another fight that I kind of glossed over was... One of the first days of school, I'm sitting there in gym class, and this time we're in the weight room, and they're showing us how the weight room equipment works. That's how I knew it was the beginning of my sixth grade year. And these two kids in the back of the classroom, one girl and one guy, but the guy was around the girl's size. The guy starts picking on her, and then she starts, like, I guess, play fighting back. I'm not totally sure. And the next thing you see, like, they're fully going at it. A lot of the time, what I realize what happens with these middle school fights is that, or at least fights in general, is that you think it's going to be really cool. Because, I mean, a lot of people have seen anime, and those fights are pretty cool. But at the very same time, you think that you have a lot more space than you do. 
because you'll be watching these shows and these movies. You'll see them like 10 feet apart from each other, running up and punching each other. And then they'll be like three feet apart throwing punches. Nah. It just looks like everybody's rolling over each other. <laughs> and so the, the dude gets carried out of the classroom on one of the coach's shoulders. And then the other one, other, other one runs out of the room. And the one dude that started the fight, he got expelled. And that was surprising because I'm like, in like my first week of school, I immediately just saw people fighting and trying to kill each other. And so I just, I had no idea what, what's even doing that situation. Another thing that, uh, that I do recall happening was I was selling tickets because I, as I said before, I was, I don't even know if I said I was part of student government, but that's why I was doing morning announcements. And that's why I had to read off the whole people stealing from dollar store and all that stuff. That was terrible. But we were selling tickets to one of the dances that we had organized. And on this particular day, it was, I think it was for like some spring dance. And around this time, it was one of the girls in the school's uh, birthdays. And that was in my grade. So how our cafeterias work is there's usually two different grades in the same room. Why? Because the cafeteria is big and the grades are, they're kind of small in the amount of students that they have. So for ours, I think it was like eighth grade and fifth grade were in the same room, were in the same lunch period. And so a bunch of the people start singing happy birthday for this girl in my grade. And then the, everybody singing happy birthday starts spreading to the fifth graders singing happy birthday. And I'm selling tickets, so I can't leave with the eighth graders. I have to stick around for the next lunch period to sell more tickets. But once the eighth graders leave, the elementary school assistant principal or principal stops everybody from leaving. And he literally starts screaming at these kids. And he just, like, he starts yelling at them for singing happy birthday. He was just so upset. And it was it was so awkward for me to see. I couldn't go anywhere. I'm selling tickets to this dance and I get to see a bunch of children get screamed at by an adult for singing happy birthday. That guy was crazy. That guy was crazy. He he I think he had anger issues and he would just get mad at some of the students. He never like hit him or anything. Don't worry. No nothing illegal, I don't think. But this dude this one time this kid chucked a, a, a little quart, like those little itty bitty uh, cartons of milk. This kid chucked it into the garbage can from like three feet away from it. Because I, I, a lot of people in the school like basketball, and in fact their basketball team was pretty good. So there, there was a lot of basketball influence. So people would like be tossing stuff into the garbage cans anyways, because you know. And everybody would shout Kobe, by the way, rest in peace. But everybody would be shouting Kobe and stuff like that. And nobody really cared. Nobody really would, because you're, you're throwing something out. Literally, the word throw is in it. <laughs> so, like, what else, what else are you supposed to be doing? So, the assistant principal of the elementary school catches this kid throwing a little, a little carton of milk into the garbage can from three feet away. Now, this man gets very, very upset at this kid. Now, I, I would understand just, like, pulling him to the side and talking to him. But this guy decides to, to shout. He wants to get everybody's attention and shame this kid. Now that within itself is bad. But the word that he used to describe this kid that was throwing something into the garbage can is he called him a shooter. So randomly, 
<laughs> when everybody's just sitting in the cafeteria minding their own business. This kid tosses something into the garbage can. The assistant principal looks at him and shouts and gets everyone's attention and starts like, he's a shooter, he's a shooter. <laughs> and everybody got real scared for a second until they realized it was like a four foot eight fifth grader. <laughs> And you know, through all these different things, and the and the people I met and the group of friends I was in, it was it was nice for me to see all these things happening and see all this drama happening and know that I had like a bunch of friends that that like stuck with me and stuff like that, even though I was the emotionless white boy. And so that was it was very nice for me to be in that setting. As for the online aspect of it, seeing I just covered the middle school was. Around 8th grade, I was in the same homeroom as somebody else. And it, we, were, we were in different groups of friends, but we, get, we got along. And so, as time went on of us talking to each other more and more gradually, he eventually invited me into this Skype group. And there were me and him and two other people that I wasn't too well acquainted with. I knew one of them alright, I didn't know one of them that much. And so... I enter into it, and one of their first responses is literally just like, oh, <laughs> Jacob's here. And I was like, I know I'm bad, but <laughs> come on, man. But over time, I became friends with them, and I was in that group for a very long period of time. I think it was like a year or so where I was in that Skype group. And, I, and we invited more people to it, and over time things grew more and more and stuff like that. And eventually I left for like a month or two, and, and it turns out that they all moved to Discord. So I went from a Skype group, a little, a little Skype group, into a big Discord server. As time went on, you know, uh, the Discord server grew, and I spent a ton of time in there. I spent like a crazy amount of time in there. The Skype group... That thing started, well, at least I joined it in, like, the beginning of my 8th grade year. So that's... That's 2017. And so... All that stuff went on for a very, very long time. In fact, the the story that, that Dylan told about the whole uh, before New Year's thing with us trying to figure out who killed Phineas, that was done on that Discord server. So there was a very long period of time where, where a lot of people were on that server, and I met a lot of friends through there. Man. I let a, I met a lot of friends. There was um, a lot of people that I have very fond memories with. You know, I'll, I'll look through some of my photos, I'll look through some of my old messages, stuff like that, and I'll see that, and it's it's pretty nice to to think about those memories. And so I spent a ridiculous amount of hours there throughout past four years of my life. And me being 16 still, that's a quarter of it. <laughs> Which is weird to think about, that I've been in a group or been talking to a certain amount of people for around four years on and off in some areas. But it was very strange to think about that. And I remember that there was this one time where this one dude in it was a... We talked about, we talked about how nice like the Adventure Time outro song was. And this one dude literally goes and he says that, yo, but like imagine if there was a trap remix of the Adventure Time outro song. And like I understand that you might want to add to the conversation, 
But, but sometimes you shouldn't. I responded to that by saying that's terrible. And we searched up whether there was an Adventure Time Outro Song Trap remix or like a lo-fi remix or something like that. And unfortunately there was. And it was just, <laughs> it was so painful to listen to. But we were literally dying of laughter over it because it's just something as terrible as that. And it only takes something like a small off comment to just really get people going. That was probably one of the hardest laughs I, I think I've honestly ever had. You know, when I was in these calls, I'd be in them for about... There were some days where I was literally in Discord calls for like eight hours straight. Eight hours. That's literally half the time I'm awake. And I know that some people are like, oh, those are rookie numbers. But for me, those... That's... Not that that's impressive. I think that might be disappointing. But I don't know which one. <laughs> but during these times, again, I had a lot of time to talk to these people. I... I I have a very, uh, very good amount of memories, great memories of these people, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. But sometime around last May, I left the Discord server because I had a few things going on in my life that I wasn't a huge fan of, and I wanted to get some change. I wanted to, to have something different happen. I wanted to move away, even just for a little bit from that Discord group that I had been on and off part of for a long time. And when I mean I've been on and off, I wanted to be more more of an extended off time for this. You know, I wanted to like really separate myself from it. And so around the end of May, I started a podcast, you know, the world started to open up again, at least for me. And so I went and I got a job and I started saving money. And then I started to, started to do all right. I started this podcast, and it used to be something a lot different in its earlier days, but over the course of a very, of a few months, I, I learned, I really started to, to understand podcasting more, and I really grew in that aspect, and so that, that's kind of how this sounds a lot more professional. Before, it was a bunch of Instagram lives that were recorded that I like somehow managed a way to, to, to edit down into clips. It's a miracle that I figured out how to do that, to be entirely honest with you. But through that, you know, uh, in the in that summer, I ended up I ended up breaking my face, and I think I've hinted at it a little bit here. But when I say I break my face, what you got to understand is I I broke my face. <laughs> I thoroughly did. I thoroughly did. And so that took me out of work for about a month. And then I came back, you know, my face was still a little bit wobbly, but I, I still got it. I still figured it out. And so I, I took that money and I put it into the studio and the equipment and, you know, putting everything up and stuff like that. Moved all the stuff out of this old room in my attic. And that's kind of what, what I ended up doing there. You know, I, I met some new people when it came to podcasting. And I spent a lot of that time because a lot of that time was was time of, of struggle for me. A lot of it was because when I was so used to being in that group for such a long time, it was so strange for me to not be in it. And when I was so used to being able to use my face, <laughs> it's pretty crazy for me to not be able to use it. And so during that period of time, that that rough half year or something like that, it was very, very rough for me in a lot of different areas. But 
something, a few things happened kind of recently. And those few things were getting reacquainted with some of my friends from middle school. Because when I went into high school a few years back, I really lost contact with a lot of them. And some of them, like, for a very long time, and some of them I saw here and there, but I, I really wasn't sure what they were up to, what they were doing, and so I became reacquainted with some of them, and I saw what was going on, and I honestly, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I wasn't totally happy to see what was going on with them, and I'm like, I can't force people to, to change, and I can't force people to live their lives differently, right? So I'm just, I, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to let you do yours. Don't let me sit here and shame you. You do your thing. And also recently... I went back to the Discord server that I used to be on all the time for a little bit, and when I went back, I realized that it died. And it wasn't like super long ago, but I, re I realized around a month ago that thing was like really dying. And compared to how it was last spring when I was in there constantly, again, for sometimes eight hours a day, five hours a day, up until like 3 a.m., there was literally a day where I was up until 6 a.m., and I saw the sun start to rise, and I just couldn't handle I went to sleep as soon as I could. I wasn't dealing with that. So it's kind of like no longer being acquainted with somebody and thinking, hey, they're out there in the world, they're doing your thing, and then you look at and you figure out that they died like a year or so ago, and you're like, oh, never mind. Because it's just in, in your mind, you're just like, okay, well, this thing's happening, and they're doing this thing, and this being successful. And so when you, when you realize it kind of wasn't, it, it's strange for you, but... Regarding me, it was strange to see a Discord server or a community that had existed so strongly that I had been part of at least very strongly for a quarter of my life. It was strange to see it die. It was strange to see some of the people I used to be friends with and my friendships with them. It was strange to see that die as well. Because when I went back to that Discord server and I had those conversations with those people I used to be friends with in middle school, I kind of realized that that part of my life had ended. I could have looked back in time and, and I remembered all those great things, all those great fights that we saw and all the, the dumb drama and the, the weave that was on the floor and like our god dang seventh grade dance. I, of course I can remember that. Like remember the countless amount of hours that I spent on call with those people, the different things I made. I made a bunch of dumb Google presentations and stuff like that. I can remember that. But that's in that part of my life. And I realized that I was growing apart from that for a while before I went onto that Discord server and found it dead. I, I had to realize that that's something that happened. I realized I made that conscious decision last May when I, when I left it and when I started going out and doing my own thing and started conquering my own issues and started figuring out my own stuff because there were a lot of struggles and there still are and there was a lot of problems and there still are. but. I can say that the ones I've accomplished, I've accomplished them. The ones I've worked on, I've worked on them, and the things I've gotten done, I've gotten them done. When I look at what happened to these things, and when I look at what happened to a lot of my friends from middle school, and I look at what happened to a lot of my friends in that group, even if that Discord server was no longer dead, I realized that who, who would I be socializing with? Because what I realized is that not only did I lose friends and lose contact with my friends from middle school, but over time, I really lost friends and I lost contact with a lot of the people in that Discord server. I'm really, I might be friends with one or two of them, maximum. That's a Discord server with over 30 people in it. Back in a, a while ago, I could confidently say I was friends with 10 people on there. And now, 
I really don't know who anybody is there, and the people that I do know, nobody talks in any of the channels, nobody talks in any of those different places, and it's very strange to see that. When I realized when I made a decision to no longer be part of things, at least nearly as much last May, I knew that I, the only reason why I was able to leave is because I was like, I can contact all you guys outside of it, right? You guys can text me whenever, you guys can call me whenever, you know, we, we can still hang out for those that, that live in my area. Right, we can still text each other, we can still talk and stuff like that, but for some reason it just, it didn't seem like that based on what happened. Because when I left and when I started doing my own thing and I started focusing on myself a lot more, what I realized was that I was really the only person starting the conversations. And I understand that for the longest time, everybody's like, I'm always the one that texts first, I'm always the one that calls first. I'd always think it was so stupid because I'm like, if I'm having a good time with them and if I'm enjoying the time I'm having with them, it doesn't matter who texted who if you both care about each other and you're having a fun time. But what I realized is that that didn't work for the new way I was working. That worked for when I had a lot of free time. That worked for when I had a ton of time where I could just think about texting or calling this person. but. Recently, or in the past six months, there's been a lot of times where I've just been working for like a week straight, and I haven't really thought about calling people, I haven't really thought about texting people, and that's because I'm distracted. It's not even necessarily because I need to be getting that work done. You know, I realize that I need a lot of balance, so that'll mean getting a lot of work done and then calling some people later in the day, you know, stuff like that. But back in that time, I realized that I really wasn't living balanced because I was so focused on getting work done. I was so focused on improving that I was kind of sacrificing that aspect of my life for it. And so I was distracted for a while on work that I could have just got done tomorrow and connected with somebody today. And so I was still texting these people and I was still calling these people and stuff like that. But whenever I was distracted, there was no friendship. You know, the problem with being the only person that texts or calls is that the friendship will live or die by you. And so just like what happened with a lot of people, that relationship died by me because of me being distracted. And I asked myself a question a very long time ago and I started to realize that this might be something that happens. And the question I asked myself is, is the pursuit of me improving and me growing and me moving, is that worth losing my friends? Is that worth growing distant from these people? Is it worth staying comfortable and being in the same position? And I thought back to middle school and I thought back to all those years and all those dumb fights I saw and all the time I was surrounded by those people. And I, and I thought about all the time before that because I think an era started when I went to my middle school. And so any time before that was one era. And what I realized is that I didn't grow or change at all during middle school. I didn't grow or change at all before that. And I mean emotionally and socially. I didn't grow and change at all, whatsoever. I, I changed, I have changed more in the past half year than I think I have in the entirety of any other time of my life. And so me realizing that, well, I could just stay comfortable and keep doing the same thing. I realized I've been doing that my entire life and that that was no longer something I wanted to do. I could stay comfortable for as long as possible, but there's going to be a day where I'm no longer friends with these people for this reason or for that reason. That was a part of it. And so when I realized that I didn't want to stay in the same position like I had for my entire life, I realized that I needed to move on and I needed to grow and I needed to try to stay friends with these people. 
and do my best, but I also need to realize that I need to change. And unfortunately, as a result of that, I've lost friendships and relationships with so many people that used to be in my life, so many people in that Discord server, so many people I went to middle school with. I can barely talk to anybody from either of those groups. I do think a big part of that's on me, but I also think a big part of it's on them. You know, I had to realize that I could be spending so much time with these people, I could be talking to these people for so long, but who am I? I know what, what my friendships are with these people, I know why I like talking to these people, but why do I like even being myself? I never asked myself those questions. I never considered the fact that it's my life that I'm living and not a friendship that I'm part of. I didn't realize that I'm my own person rather than just a member of this Discord server, rather than just an emotionless white boy in the school of people. I never asked myself that question. When I started asking myself that, I had no idea who I was. I had no clue. I realized that for a lot of time in school I'd be faking who I was, I'd be acting like a totally different person thinking that that's growth when really I was just faking things. You know, I realized that I was spending so much time around these other people that I was really just adopting their own personality traits without even knowing what mine were. That's what I realized. And so when I stopped being part of that and when I separated myself from that, I lost so many friendships, but at the same time, I kind of gained who I was. I, I learned that. And so it's really sad to see that that, that Discord service dead. It's really sad to see that my friendships with people from middle school and a lot of the people from those Discord servers, it's sad to see that so many things and so many places of comfort from my past are gone now because those places were like strongholds for me because I always knew that I could always go back to them. I knew I could always go back to that same group of friends whenever I was feeling down because they accepted me as I was. I knew that I could always come back to that Discord server and there were times where I still went back to that Discord server because I couldn't handle not being in it. I knew that that was a place I could turn to and I realized that that wasn't a place I could turn to anymore. I couldn't turn to my middle school friends and I couldn't turn to that Discord server and I realized that that was really the end of an era of my life. When I talked about it's a miracle that you're friends with who you're friends with now, based on however many different circumstances that could have led you to being in this position and them being in that position for you to be friends with them, and I said, why is it such a, a shame that you're no longer friends with some of these people? And it's not because I don't care about them. I do. I look at photos in my camera roll, I care about them. I see presentations I made with them, I care about them. I look at worlds I made with them and things like Minecraft, and I do remember that I care about them. But it's my life that I'm living. I can only influence my decisions, so no matter how much I wanted people to change, or no matter how much I want people in that Discord server, in that group, or in the group of middle school friends to grow with me and to change with me, I knew it wasn't going to happen. Those people are living their own lives. Those people make their own decisions. I can only make my own decision. So that's why I was asking, who am I? because I needed to learn that. I needed to evolve. I needed to change. You know, I don't have any regrets from that. Even if I'm no longer friends with a lot of these people, even if I'm, even if I'm socially in a very worse spot, I don't regret anything. Because I can appreciate the friendships I had in the past, and I can appreciate all the events that happened in the past, and I can appreciate all those moments in the past, but I can also appreciate me now at the same time. 
what I realized in that moment, when I realized in the, in the second that I, I, I need to leave that Discord server and start doing my own thing by myself, I realized that I, I needed to grow up. And I understand that I'm not fully grown up now. I don't think I'll ever be. But I needed to start. Because up until that point, I was just aging. I wasn't growing. I was experiencing things, but I wasn't learning from them. I was being around people, but I wasn't understanding them. And I wasn't understanding myself. I can talk to as many people as I want, but nothing was really speaking to me. Nothing was making me change. Nothing was making me realize that this is a flaw that I have. All I knew was that, oh my god, the trap remix of the Adventure Time outro song. That's so funny. It was a lot of it was a big distraction and a lot of it was just a ton of comfort. But with me knowing that I'm no longer going to be friends with these people sometime, someday in the future, I need to realize who am I going to be when I'm not around those people anymore? What person am I going to be when I'm not around them? If my character is so attached to all these other people, if who I am is so attached to all these friendships and all these relationships I have, who am I going to be when I don't have them anymore? And I realized I was going to be nobody. My entire identity was tied to these people. My entire being was tied to this Discord server. And my entire view of the world was attached to this middle school that I had gone to. That anything I could really do was reminisce on it rather than being appreciative of anything I was currently experiencing. And I knew that that was wrong. I had the debate of whether I'd be comfortable or whether I would move on a long time ago. And I say, am I going to change? Am I going to improve? Or am I going to stick with these people? I'm no longer friends with a lot of these people and I have a Instagram account that's been posted of Teens Unite, something I've worked on, something new that I've helped create. So it's obvious that I made my decision and I don't regret any of it. There's a lot of pain that's happened with it, but a lot of that is growing pains. There's a lot of struggles that come with it, but those are things that need to be expected because at the end of the day, whether I did this now or this happened to me, whether I created this situation for myself, whether I created the way for me to grow or I would be forced to grow and these people wouldn't be around me anymore in the future, regardless of that, I wouldn't be around them sometime down the line. And so I can say proudly that I can stand by myself. Even though I have my issues, even though I have my struggles, I know that I can stand here by myself and say that I've done this, I've put my mind towards this, i focused on it, I've built a studio, regardless of breaking my face, I raised the money for it, I built it, I helped create Teens Unite, I'm working on all these different things, I'm putting my mind towards things, I'm accomplishing things, and I'm proud of myself. And being proud of myself, I don't think has been something I was ever able to do throughout the entirety of my childhood, and the entirety of the time I was at my middle school, and the entirety of the time I was at my it was at that Discord server. What was, I, what was I there to be proud of? Was I proud of the people that would just accept me regardless of who I was? What am I proud of them? If their bar for who they're friends with is so low, what am I proud of? If I'm just constantly around these people, what am I proud of? The amount of hours I spend with them, is that something I should be proud of? Is that an accomplishment that I can stick my flag on? It wasn't. I, I wasn't able to say I was proud of myself for basically anything. My schooling was ridiculously easy, and for me, a lot of it still is pretty easy. So I create other challenges for myself, and one day when my schooling becomes harder or things become more difficult for me, I can say that I'm achieving that or I'm working towards that. But I didn't have anything to even say I've done. I didn't have anything to say that I've accomplished. I didn't have any of that. Because, again, I was so attached to other people that that was... 
that made me feel okay. But the thing is that I would just be okay in the moment. One day when I wouldn't be around those people or I wouldn't be near them and I had nothing to stand for, I had nothing to stick by, I had nothing to show for, what am I doing? That's when I realized that I really needed some change and I forced that change. And so I, I asked myself, would I still be friends with these people if I didn't move on? Because I can say that one day down the line, I'm not going to be friends with these people. But if this, in this particular circumstance, is because I decided it rather than life forcing this on me, right? I can ask myself that question and I could say, oh, well, I might still be friends with these people. But I need to ask, do I really want that? Not because they're bad people, not because I don't like talking to them. I need to ask that because there was a very long period of time where I don't even like talking with myself. I'm sitting here in this podcast studio talking in this room with nobody else around me. That's literally showing the fact that I can talk with myself now. That's showing the fact that I can converse with myself, that I can put something out there, that I can say something that I appreciate, that I can articulate, that I know makes sense to me at least. I can say that. And I couldn't say that a year ago. You know, there was not a lot of change between me being literally born and me going to that middle school and then me being in that Discord server. There wasn't too much change. Me being 10 to 11, 11 to 12. Now I can say from me being 16 to me being 17, I'm an entirely different person. And I am so proud of that. I am so happy with that. I can stick my flag on that year of my life and say, I achieve things, I work towards things. And when I say achieve things, that could be tiny things. Whether that's being able to jump again, or that's being able to eat again, I saw that as an achievement after I broke my face because I was proud of that. That was something I was proud of. So achieving something will look different for literally everybody. But for me, that's what it looked like. And I can say that I accomplished it. I'm only going to live so many years. I can say I'm going to live till I'm 70, 80, 90. I have no idea. So every year that I live, every time that I have, every second that I'm given is time that I should be using. And that's what I plan to do. And that's what I've been trying to do since that moment that I realized I had nothing that I had done at all in my life. So what that leaves me with is what do I do now? What, what am I going to do? What's What's the next step? And to be entirely honest with you, I'm not totally sure. I have my goals. I have my things that I'm working on. But knowing that I had no longer have any support system and no long, and realizing that I, I don't have anybody to, to come back to, I don't have any home to come back to when it comes to having a social life. I don't have any people that I used to talk to that I can just reminisce over things with. Knowing that I no longer have those things, all I see is what's in front of me. I no longer have people from my past that I can talk to, really. I no longer have this from, from my past that I can talk about that will give me this nostalgia. I no longer have that. All I have is the great unknown ahead of me, and I'm so excited, and I'm so ready to go stick my flag on whatever year and to accomplish during whatever time and to be grateful for whatever second I'm given. You know, it, it makes you think, can I truly say that I'm happy with what I've done? Can I say that all the things I've lost and all, all, the, all the turns that my life's taken, me being in the hospital, right? Me no longer being able to, to speak to or even be friends with many of these people, looking at my list of contacts of over 50 people, knowing that I can really only call two people that aren't close family members and they'll respond and even care about talking to me. 
can I say that I made the right decision? And honestly, regardless of whatever bad thing happened as a result of it, I can sit here and I can tell you that I have. I thoroughly believe that I made the right decision. And now you need to ask yourself, have you and do you want to?